Thanks for listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. If you're in the Orlando area, we hope you're able to join us for one of our services. Please check out faithassembly.org for more information or follow us on social media at faithORL. We hope this message will be an inspiration to help you find all that God has for your life. Enjoy the message. Thank you, Pastor John and, uh, and all of Faith Worship Arts for leading us tonight into the presence of God. And I'm um, so glad that you're here tonight. Um, in case you don't know, but our last Wednesday of each month, uh, we kind of turned this service more towards the direction of prayer, uh, making this a, a bit of an intercession uh, moment. And so uh, I know that a lot of you are here for that. And um, even if you didn't come for that, uh, God wants to use your prayers tonight. And so it's gonna, you're gonna be so glad that you came. Uh, also, God always shows up on these nights, and we see miracles, and we see amazing breakthrough happen in people's lives, and so if you're here tonight and you need that, you have come to the right place. Amen. Amen. Uh, let me, before we turn you loose to pray, though, let me share a few thoughts from Scripture. Um, I'm going to read from Luke chapter 11. Um, I love this verse, Luke chapter 11, verse 1. And uh, it, this is what it says. That one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. So I, I just love the fact that Jesus is praying and the disciples notice something about the way he's praying, how he's praying, the passion with which he's able to pray, the results that come as because he prays, like they notice something uh, and they say, hey, would you, could you tell us, could you teach us, could you help us with this? And that's a lot for a man to ask for help. You know, like we're not wired that way. You know what I'm saying? Like you, 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 you men in the, in the place, like it's true. Like, I don't know if you're like me, but um, like if I'm at the grocery store and I'm looking for a particular item, I will go up and down every aisle five times before I ask anybody because I'm like, I can find the peanut butter, okay? Like I can find it myself. Like, or, or you know, back before we all had GPS, like nobody would ever ask for directions. So here these disciples actually ask Jesus for directions. They say, could you teach us uh, to pray? We see something, we see something valuable here. And it could be that, some of us, some people maybe don't like, well, let's be honest. There are some Christians that probably, if they were like telling the truth, they'd say, I don't know if I really enjoy prayer. So then the question would be, why, why would you not enjoy it? And I think it's because some people maybe don't know how to pray or they don't feel like their prayers are making a difference. And so therefore, if something feels futile, if something feels like, well, why am I even doing this? Then you're not going to enjoy it. And so maybe Jesus' answer to them is an answer that we need tonight as well. Uh, they said, Lord, will you teach us to pray? And we're going to look at, at Christ's answer uh, in Matthew chapter 6, but it is the answer to the question. We're just going to look at Matthew's version of it. This was Jesus' answer. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let me talk real quick about five things and we can implement this in just a few minutes when we turn you loose to pray. Five things to seek in prayer. 
Um, and we'll, we'll go ahead and practice this right after we share on this. Five things to seek. Number one, seek this. Seek God's presence with a worshipful heart. Seek God's presence when you pray. Uh, when they said, Jesus, will you teach us how to pray? Jesus began the prayer with this. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Seeking God's presence with a worshipful heart. A lot of times we make the mistake of making worship all about like stuff here. Like we make worship about, um, you know, where we are. Well, I worship here, but I don't worship there. We make worship about a particular song. Well, I can worship to that song, but I can't worship to this song. Or I like this song, but I don't like this song. We make worship about all these other things. We make it about uh, other people and how they feel about my worship and whether or not, uh, you know, someone's looking at me or not. And, and I, I like that Jesus says, this is how you pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Like, get your eyes off of yourself. Get your eyes off of your environment. Let's make this thing about God. And that's the first key to prayer is, uh, is uh, it's about God's presence. He's the focus. We know that when we, he becomes our focus, when, when we praise, when we lift him up, uh, we, when we lift him up, he, he'll draw all men unto, unto him. We know that when we praise him, uh, the Old Testament says he inhabits, he dwells in the praises of his people. So seek his presence with a worshipful heart. That is uh, the first key to prayer out of the Lord's Prayer. The answer to the question from the disciples teach us to pray. Second one would be this. Seek God's priorities over your own. So we seek God's presence. Secondly, we, we seek God's priority over our own. That's when Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's putting God's priorities above my own. Do you wanna talk about a, a real key to prayer is that my prayers are not about my will. My prayers are not about what I think is best. Some of us have been alive long enough to be able to thank God for prayers that we prayed that God didn't answer and then we get a few years down the road, we go, thank God he did not answer that prayer request. So it's about God's will, it's not about our will. That has to be at the forefront of our mind. So we're seeking God's priorities, that God would be the priority in our prayer life. Not my will, not what I thought, when I thought it should happen, but God becomes the priority. Um, I, I, I heard about Ray Kroc, who is the founder of McDonald's, and he talked about his priorities, and he said, my priorities are God, family, then McDonald's, which sounds good. Uh, but then he said, but when I get to the office, I reverse the order. He said, when I get to the office, I reverse the order. So then that means when he's at work, he says, it's McDonald's, my family, and God. Now, um, that first part, God, family, McDonald's, that only works if you're running McDonald's, all right? If you're not running McDonald's, McDonald's should not be number three on your list. I'm just trying to help somebody right now. But it seemed okay for him because that's what he was doing. But you can't flip-flop that in different environments because then it's not a priority. If, if priorities can move all around, then it's not your priority. No, God has to stay our priority in every environment that we're in. Of course, when we're praying, that's gonna help set that in place. God, your will be done, not my will. I trust you. Seek God's priority over your own. Number three, seek God's provision for your daily needs. Seek God's provision. 
in that prayer, that, that example prayer that Jesus gives, he says, give us today our daily bread. Give us today our daily bread. I, I think it's kind of like this when it comes to the provision of God is a lot of times we don't really even think about the provision of God until it's not there. It's almost like air in that sense. Like we don't think about the air we're breathing until something happens when we don't have it. And then we're like, man, I would like some air right now. Like I, I realize how important air is. You don't think about that until it's not there. Sometimes we can be guilty of that same thing with provision um, that we just go, we don't think about God's provision until we hit a moment of lack or a moment of, of, of need. And we go, where are you at God? But it's important that this is a part of our regular prayer life that we're saying, God, I thank you for the provision that you provided me. This is not a poor man's prayer. This is every man's prayer. Can I say that again? This is not just a, a poor man's. I think some of us, we get to the point of God's provision is so bountiful in our life, we don't pray about provision anymore. No, I still wanna thank, it's not about, it's not about how much I have, it's not the, the, the income bracket that I'm in, this is about God's involvement in my life, that's what this is about. So we're always gonna say, God, uh, thank you for your, this daily bread, give me today my daily bread, you provide for me as you see fit, God. Number four, seek God's pardon for your sins. Seek God's pardon for your sins. Again, a regular part of a, of a model prayer. Forgive us our debts as we also forgive our debtors. So that forgiveness would flow to us and that as forgiveness flows to us, we're praying also that forgiveness would flow through us. That's in this model prayer, that the forgiveness um, for sin. And it's not, that, it's not that we would believe that as Christians, we should just run around and, and sin all the time and have to repent. It's not that you have to get saved every day. That's not the way that, that uh, a, a Christian's life should look. Um, matter of fact, we'll get to that. But I heard one Sunday school teacher had given a lesson on forgiveness and, and God's mercy and grace with some little kids. And then at the, end of the, at, at the end of the lesson, she wanted to make sure that like her point got through. And so she said, okay, so boys and girls, just, just to reiterate, she said, what must we do before we can obtain forgiveness of sin? And it was kind of quiet. And finally, one little kid in the back corner, she hears a voice and he goes, sin? Like, we must sin before we can obtain forgiveness of sin? That, that's, not what, that's not what this means. This just means, listen, we live in a fallen world. Uh, we are not fully, uh, we are not fully uh, like Christ yet. And so there's gonna be moments uh, and you need to submit those moments to God regularly. God revealed to me in areas of my life that I, that I need to be forgiven or any people that I need to forgive. A pardon for your sins is a regular part of prayer. And then five, uh, which I said we would get to uh, seek God's power to overcome temptation. So as I said, it's, it's not that the Christian's life is marked by sin because we, we see this uh, final um, component in, in this model prayer is this, and lead us not into temptation, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. First Corinthians says that there's no temptation that has seized you except what's common to man. And when we are in the midst of those temptations, that God will always provide for us a way out. Um, 
failure in the area of sin should not mark our life. So yes, we're praying for forgiveness of sin, but don't forget that on the backside of that prayer, we're also praying, and God, lead me not into any more of that. God, help me to overcome that so that my witness will be what it should be, so that my depth of understanding, so that my uh, intimacy with you will be what it needs to be because I have victory over sin. That's the Christian life, and that's the, that's the model of prayer. And so tonight, as I get ready to release you into prayer, uh, these would be the five things that we could pray tonight in this, in this prayer time. We're going to put uh, a few minutes kind of on the clock, 15, uh, 18 minutes, something like that. And we're just going to release you to uh, intercessory prayer. You can stand, you can walk around, you can kneel, you can come to the altar. But when we pray tonight, let's seek God's presence. Let's seek God's priorities. Let's seek God's provision. Let's seek God's pardon for our sins. And let's seek God's power to overcome sin. Why don't you stand with us tonight and uh, let me just, let me pray and launch you into this moment of intercessory prayer. Also, there'll be some uh, other prayer requests that come, come on the screen up there so you can pray those things as well. And then um, after this prayer time, we'll have some different people step up and lead us into some specific prayer. Uh, prayer directions. And so let me pray to to launch us into this. Lord, tonight, uh, teach us to pray. And I I would just ask if there's anybody under the sound of my voice who maybe feels like their prayers are maybe a little bit um, worthless or a little bit less effective than maybe they wish they were, um, I pray that tonight would be a night of, of growth in this area, that tonight would be a night of faith. God, as we pray, we know that you are hearing us. Uh, and God, I pray that tonight, as we pray, that we would also hear you and that your voice would be loud and clear. I come against every distraction. I come against all doubt. Come on, believer, just let that doubt go. God, help me overcome my unbelief. Just let that doubt go. And I pray that 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 heaven would be moved tonight over these next few moments of prayer. God, that that lives would be changed during these next few moments of prayer. That breakthrough would come, that bodies would be healed over these next few minutes of prayer. We thank you and we love you. And um, God, we worship you, we seek you. In Jesus' name. You can just begin to move through uh, this prayer time, about 18 minutes. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Faith Assembly podcast. Thank you for joining us in pursuit of growing closer to Christ. Stay tuned for more messages released every week. God bless.